0: people messaging me about that one that we put out people saying like I had a couple re- of
1: really enjoyed it but just because we're talking about something that's no particularly mm, like glamorous yeah a few folk had messaged me on Instagram and stuff like that in the last couple of days about it too but I was like cool it's the same It's no why we did I suppose is it But I don't know I, no I mean uh, it's nice to have feedback and stuff like that but uh, I mean I'm i just couldn't believe it
0: 24 people or whatever like listen to us more than listen to anybody <laughs> For the fucking rap. they
1: they stats were quite interesting. The YouTube one. Well, no, what was it? It was Malaysia after the Spotify wrapped. But I don't know if you've seen the YouTube wrapped. We had somebody in Nepal. No, didn't you see it? Man? No, we had like somebody in Nepal watching <laughs> watching our YouTube, which I was like, "How the fuck does that happen?" But I, um, it's weird. It is weird, but it's it's nice. It's a nice weird, you know what I mean? So and just
0: putting it out there, you know, I'm a therapist, so they 24 people can feel free to message me, because if they're listening to me talk, <laughs> <laughs> pre- pure, predominantly they need pure, the,
1: the liner, the professional line there, aye. the Chinese wall. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, <laughs> aye. But anyway,
0: welcome to 2022, mate. Happy New Year's. Aye, it's nice to see you again. It's been a while, Hunter. not um, it? December was like fucking work apocalypse for me. Aye. I, I was doing i nearly listens to this i don't think that anybody that's you know that i'd be talking about here but i was getting asked today so much so much bullshit mate just pure end of year reviews for people like it was weird working how does this is without insulting people but it was like people wanting me hiring me a videographer to make a video about how great a year they had right it was so strange i did it gladly because it's it's good, of course. it's good money, it's good work and ah, you're not there for your opinion, you're there for your skills 100% but it was just this weird it made me think about one of the things at the end of last year that was really, sort of. like I was like I really don't like this, is this personal brand sort of idea and, yeah. and the whole we all feel like we've got our own TV channel and that we're all really important <clears throat> in our own
1: world and that I, I should make a video was a. There- Old fun facts published along those kind of lines. Of the day, um, oh, did they with the Evening Times? And I, think I, I had a, a very similar thought process to what you're saying, except on the other side, of the new year, um, with some of that like toxic positivity coming in. Um, but I, I think you heard an article along the lines of, uh, well, no, I think I dig you. to... I, I always joke with you about frontman syndrome, uh-huh. having been a frontman, but it, it, it wasn't that. It was player one main character main character syndrome player one syndrome or something like that Mm -hmm. he was talking about so i you're not the only one who's noticed that i think Uh
0: I, i mean main character syndrome is an actual real psychological thing that everybody has a piece of such as like we all think that the way that people treat us is because of us and so, I must have said or done something. Mm-hmm. That's like you're the main character I in the cause movie. An effect So everything that's spiraling everything that's sort of like um gravitating around about you, your friends, your family, your work, everything, you have the ultimate impact on that. So if somebody says something
1: quite dismissive to you, that must be because of something you've said or done. Yeah. When actually the reality it is, possibly is be. But- absolutely nothing today with you because you're no important in this relevant in this particular situation 99
0: percent of the time when i deal with people clients and mates and whatever and you talk to them you're like actually i think 99 percent of the time it's because of the, how the other person's feeling know what you've done and then there is this sort of one percent of the time so you need to keep a bit of that but i get what you're saying mate like i put out a tweet yesterday that was like why are people tweeting along this lines why are people telling us that they're not doing anything any new year's resolutions like you're literally going <laughs> I'm not doing anything. There was a sort of tongue in cheek because I think half of it, people of influence, air quotes, if you're listening in audio, but, or PTs, like the one, I was was talking to somebody about this the other day, PTs came out and gone, there'll be no diet plan, no intense workout plan with this PT. And you're like, what are you doing then?
1: (laughs) Why are they paying you?
0: Surely people are coming to you for a diet plan, for a workout to get that side of their life, and some sort of control, and you're like, we're not going to do that here. Here's a radical thing: you can eat what you like, and if you don't want to work out intensely, it's like, well, they're not going to get the re- the results, really. But but if they pay me, who gives a fuck? <laughs> exactly that. But then there's this people have caught and to it, and there seems to be this trend, not just like other previous New Years. There's been a trend of New Year's resolution and virtue signaling and being here's what I'm going to do with yeah. my year, and. Cynical people,
1: quite rightly, it's like I love how you gesture t- to me there.
0: <laughs> cynical I, <no>. people, <laughs> well, actually, see, when yeah. I did that,
1: I've been watching a lot of videos on body language. By the way,
0: <laughs> I was meaning as both, actually. Like, I, I, you're right, I was calling you cynical, or but uh, so I call included, me that as well, I, myself <laughs> included. Like, cynical people in the room, you know, um, they go like, you know, 85% of these are going to fail, you know, I, I'm sick of fucking seeing this, and blah blah blah, and that's fine but then this new trend of like uh, no new year's resolution post from me well what you what's this you know um but you know why don't we just all be compassionate and like mm-hmm. surely that's a new year's resolution to be more compassionate then yeah you know like it just seems
1: like a strange trend i, I mean before I, I, i'm going to be honest with you like our christmas and new year um i, I really just lent into the family stuff you know with another lockdown the wee and getting a wee bit older. like She's 17 now. Next year, you know, Hug is not going to be sitting, eating, you know, shortbread and drinking gin with me and her mum. It's going to be, you know, probably at a nightclub with our pals and stuff like that. So we kind of like went into it. You know, the circumstance triggered it, but when we had the chance, we just kind of ran with it. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, you know, as you say, you have you had the work apocalypse. I had the job apocalypse, um, I think. And, you know, I'll know be the only person through the course of the pandemic to have experienced this. But I think when I start my new, new job in a week or so's time, I'll have had my, that'll be my fourth job since August. And that's a level of like job instability I've never experienced in my life. Right, <clears throat> aye. Um And, you know, it's been bumpy, you know what I mean? But I think when it comes to the, the turn of the year and I was thinking back on it, you know, you because know, we all day think back on it, whether we verbalise it and, or, you know, post it to social media, whatever's another thing, you know what I mean? But definitely we all, at this time of year, take a moment to reflect, I think. And uh-huh. like, I, I don't know, I, I didn't make resolutions, but then I never did, because in years gone by, my willpower to enforce them has been absolutely appalling. So, mm. it felt like a bit of a kind of, you know, false promise. And later life, of it's kind of, the passage of time is, I for reflection, but I don't, no, nothing changes in in like those you know whatever weeks before and after christmas in the grand scheme of things i think it's mere been about realizing that i can maintain a steady like forward progress in terms of who i'm or and what i'm trying to achieve that is no affected by you know these types of things so i i've reflected and i can think Do you know what i've actually like continue to grow, continue to learn, which are the two of the things I always hope to do. Mm-hmm. Um, learn more about myself and more control of my mental health and some of the things that I spoke about in the past and I have ever been. in like, I feel almost in the, the sort of like maelstrom over the last couple of months, in and out of jobs and Christmas and pandemics and stuff, I kind of feel like I've made a level of peace with myself, you know what I mean? Like where I feel comfortable now, like looking back on the the last six months, had that been a year ago, I would have been in bits, and like, I was, just, able to just stay steady, you know what I mean, we spoke, and when we did, I was saying to you mate, I'm just trying to keep it tidy, keep it tight, get to the new year, start rebuilding, and stuff like that, you know what I mean, and that's exactly what we did, so, you know, I've got resolution, you know what I mean, but maybe not a new year one. Right, aye, that's that's cool
0: man, that's kind of similar, a similar sort of thing that, I said to somebody, with all like, Are you making any New Year's resolution? I was like, mm, continue on what, what I'm doing, really. Aye, just stay on near, the path, man. Similar to you, looking at the tail end of last year, there's been a couple of times, June, July onwards to New Year, where I maybe took on a wee bit too much mm-hmm. at certain periods of time. But then I've realised that if I can get some time to myself after that, that's all right. yep And I, that's no burning out. Burning it's feeling that stress and feeling that tired way that you're going to burn out and then no having the mindfulness to take that time away and then go back to it um because i mean i i get made redundant Similarly so lost a job during pan, the pandemic as much as it was like a choice
1: and uh, a common. I mean, that most recent job i was in up until like this week when we did the whole hi i'm matt and you know kind of round the room thing in the first place the amount of people in the room that had been affected by loss of work as a result of the pandemic was you know what I mean? It was at least sort of 75% of the room. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's something that is, you know, as much as we've said, I oh, we get the other people that are affected by it, I've actually been in situations now where I can see it in the room where you're like, three quarters of the people here have been fucked by this pandemic, man. Like, mm-hmm. So, oh, it has had, like, real consequences for a lot of folk. Absolutely, mate. Um, but I'd, I
0: took, I'd spent, i pretty much spent 15 years with my foot on the accelerator and career mode and then I wanted to do this and no, the full 15 year I kind of like had moments but really and truly like working really hard then that job I didn't really enjoy and bringing a lot of stress into my life that just wasn't needed and then I had a sort of six month period where I did little to nothing other than like maybe educational stuff stuff yeah. that I really enjoy and then that sort of ta- tail end of last year I was really sort of going, let's see how much I can, let's see how much I can day in a week here. Like, can I go and record a stand up comedy hour in Helensborough, get him at midnight and then be having clients at 10 in the morning? Can I do that? Because mm-hmm. previous to that, I'd be going, I can't do that. When really the reality is I don't want to do it. It's not ideal, but I can fucking do it. Yeah. And if I can do it for a, a week, if a load of work comes in, especially being self employed over the course of sort of 10 days, then I know I can do it. And it's like that sort of like you're saying, reflecting on that and going, do you know what? Fuck, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like two weeks ago, two weeks ago, fuck man, that's not including my holiday. Four weeks ago, um, so I took two weeks off. I did a live stream with a guy that was doing the UFC. Started at two in the morning, I finished at seven. Mm-hmm. I was fucking burst. Now, as I went to do that, I was saying to myself, i'm gonna be fucked tomorrow like I <laughs> when
1: you told me about it i was like "Oof."
0: i that was my initial reaction Aye. but see when i came out the door at 7 a.m and that sunday i was like that was some fucking laugh and i'd done a live stream for the first time yeah comments were coming in they were interactive it was something very different and i was like do you know what man maybe i should stop telling myself that i don't want to do shit when i don't know what i'm what I'm about today I you know, and, it. experience it and then exactly. go I don't like it but that's just a wee sort of shift and that's part of like my reflection but no I, I'm with you mate and I'm really happy to hear that it's so funny like when people talk about uh, the sort of manifestation push and things tend to come along at, just at the right time your mental, your work the effort that you put in in the summer into like sort of really going I need to change my mental health here and then into for the rest of the year came at a fucking, a really
1: poignant time for you, mate. Aye, I just, I think I've, you know, I, I've had episodes in the past that, you know, I've taken time to get over. that time has, over time, got increasingly less and less, to the point now where, you know, I can see and feel things coming that I can nip in the bud before they have any sort of negative impact. Like, it's you know, my mental health has not, went away or mental health issues have not went away like poor mental health has not went away like anxiety has not went away like they all still exist as part of my consciousness but at the same time i now recognize them and i'm able to control them like and able to manage them in like appropriate and sort of useful ways to the point where i when i lost i mean i lost one job for basically refusing to be a prick and, like, you know, I essentially abide by a standard. I chose, you know, a level of professionalism and was, you know, sort of shortly and sharply shown the door for not playing the game. And, like, that left me with doubts, you know what I mean? But at the same time, see on the other side, of it, I know that, like, even when it actually affects my ability to earn from my family. I'm still going to do what I think is the right thing to do. Mm. Like you know what I mean. Like so, that's really like reaffirming, like the fact that the work to this point has been effective and that I can still keep a lot of it within myself, but just keep learning and sort of step forward, step forward, step uh-huh. forward. You know what I mean? Aye. Like so, I get why people make resolutions, like, and if it works for them, fair play. But I think we've spoke about it a few times over the years, and it's never been something that necessarily worked for me. But now. I've actually developed a level of just resolve and sort of consistency within myself that I don't. I'm not looking for like big step changes anymore. For sure, you yeah. know what I
0: mean. Like, the thing that I'm, I'm the same, and there's a couple of things that, like again, in reflection, where I, I was sort of looking at my diary and thinking, oh, I've only really managed since that sort of June point, I really went full time with everything. I've only really managed to go to the gym sort of an average of like twice a week, and that's something that. Uh, I was walking to my moz and I walk along to Charing Cross the Calentines, pretty much across the full city, it takes me about an hour and 15 minutes and then I'll walk back and I did it at the tail end of the year and I was like I'm fucked and then I thought right this is, now I'm starting to notice maybe this is the time that I start to make a bit of a change and I was looking at it and going right I took on too much work it meant that I couldn't put the gym in any sort of priority but maybe now maybe i'll try and go on average of three a week and making these sort of step changes which i think is really healthy right but i also understand why there's people out there that see the first of january
1: is like this opportunity to Aye, draw a line Aye, right? exactly absolutely like no burn anybody for it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i think probably now more than ever we need to be where other folk who are maybe wanting to take advantage of that desire in people you know what I mean, like, as we said briefly touched on, like, this time of year the thing that bothers me the most from that like, cynical point of view is the look at how many ways I can change your life if you give me your money, like, and <laughs> you're just like, aye, mate, aye. you don't change anybody's life, like, if you're good at what you do, you help people change their own lives like, this work only actually sticks when you know, you date yourself. You know what I mean? One hundred percent, mate. You kind of pay somebody to make problems go away. Couldn't like, have said that better myself. And, aye, there's an, a, a real abundance of that type of message in the you know, that like people really need to be super aware because aye, anybody promising you magic beans is probably at it. Aye, you know it's an mean? emotional like,
0: response if you do buy into something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. Boxing Day. I seen I, and actually, one I was going to I I I did this quite a lot. Of you. I think it's a good thing. You type it something on your socials, you read it back, and you go, nah, delete that man. I'm not, I'm not putting that shit <laughs> I do in, that in the world. Um I, I tend to it a fair amount. And and it's it mainly came for spelling. I'm not gonna lie. It started right. because my spelling's appalling. And so I would tweet or I would post and I'd be like, I need to delete that and repost it because I've I've misspelled something. So I always read it back and I'd wrote something that, that was if you're a if you are in any way involved in any kind of fitness or nutrition and you have decided to take out targeted ads on Boxing Day, fuck you. Aye. Because I've seen about 20. Aye,
1: you're actually inducing people's shame.
0: You're aware that people are struggling or people are weak Aye. in this day and you're trying to
1: capitalise on that. you're not trying to help. Then there you go. Aye, mate, that's exactly Aye. it. And don't get me wrong, that's not about everybody. There are loads of folk who... Like yourself like you know what i mean this could be a time of year for you to reach out and say to folk look if you're having these feelings if you're having these doubts i'm your man here i'm her. i wouldn't have any problem with people actually like making money from genuinely helping people but what we're talking about is almost the reverse of that well and i think we see it the day or yesterday where the is it the molly is what molly may her name was where she you know She's obviously a product to her upbringing and, you know, the privilege that she's experienced throughout life and never having to really face some of the hardships that some of the people who work for her might do. Um, but aye, that kind of like, she's talking in an almost sort of positive sense as if, you know, but Lord, I raised myself up from my bootstraps and you can do it as well and hard work's the answer. And there's that, again, kind of that aye, aspirational element of people looking at her and being like, oh, I want that as well. But no, she doesn't work. Like, what is she? What is she famous for? Like, Love Island. Love Island. So, like, she's getting, an influencer getting banged on a fucking TV show in a bikini or whatever <laughs> the fuck she did. You know well, what I mean?
0: Like, I think that. I I mean, I, I, I thought we would talk about this. I knew that we would talk about this, and and I had
1: many discussions like four or five discussions with people about about this because it was pure but it is, a, it is that through line of, like there is a, a an actual level of toxic positivity that goes from what we're talking about to what we're talking 100%. about 100 you know i said I, mean? I
0: said this to, to to somebody yesterday i went if you look at this in a binary primary school and i'm not i this isn't a judgment she's had an idiot moment i don't know if she's an idiot i suspect that she's not particularly intelligent but she might be savvy in different ways right there's different forms of intelligence right Mm -hmm. if you look at this in a very binary primary school one plus one equals two way what she's saying is technically right there are 24 hours in the day (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i should write on that and Uh, if you can get out your own way and you have the resources and I think this is the the, the key because the context is missing. If you have the resources to do so, if you put a lot of effort into something, something may happen for you, yeah. right? But the problem with it is, is that it lacks the basic human compassion of that people that are poor are way more likely to have mental health issues. Aye. They'll get no resources at their fingertips to do these things. like yep. She's not realising that a kid in a Glasgow housing scheme doesn't have a MacBook. That would probably surprise Molly me that they don't have an (laughs) iPhone, an iPad and a MacBook to do these things to become a digital entrepreneur, right? And also, I'd say yesterday that there is a huge difference between working hard and hard work, right? And Mm -hmm. I've seen this quite a lot recently, dealing with YouTubers engaging with quite a lot of the scene where people think because they work hard that it's hard work. Like... Yes, you're getting up at six in the morning and you're getting chauffeur driven and you're on a plane and you're tired and you're only getting five hours sleep and you're on a set for like twelve hours. That's not fucking hard work though. Mm. Hard work is the people in the sweatshop that are getting paid three fifty an hour yeah. for the company that you own. And that you're actually getting the big profit fee. So you're a hard worker, no doubt hen. Does she own the company or well, is she she's just
1: st- like a face?
0: She's like a director at fucking one of them. She must have I, got, I thought, don't know,
1: but... I thought it was one of these like high street brands that were just like, you're a... You know, like they're like politicians, like you're, you're on the board. Aye, so she's thing. making the money. Aye. And, but
0: there's, there'll be no doubt she'll be going and doing the promotional stuff. And don't get me wrong, man. Like, you know, there was a lot of sort of people... Sh- running a social media account can be hard all and right. doing all that type of stuff no saying that she does that we don't know the context of that but this is the thing that there's a lot of people out there that misinterpret the difference between hard work and working hard like you can work hard on easy stuff like producing a podcast technically putting it together the stuff that I do probably like say 60% of my working week that's no hard work mate I can sit in my room smoke a joint <laughs> and sit and edit podcasts Aye. right But when I'm sitting with clients and I'm having to be present and I'm having to, and there's a whole load of work that needs to go into me to be in that, that's hard work. And I limit that because I know the difference between the two and one of them makes me so much more money than the other. So this is why I was like yesterday, these people are really misinterpreting the difference between working hard, getting up and being a hard worker and people that actually do hard work, people that clean. Guys that are lifting fucking bins. With, do you think that somebody that goes in and does a 14-hour shift sweeping and cleaning offices has got time for a side hustle, has got the mental capacity no. or the energy to do that, man? It's you just come so, to deal with kids it's so and ignorant, aye, mate. It, poor
1: health and all the other things that we all have to deal with, you know what I mean? But again, this is the thing. she was opened her mouth the other day there, and what I, I genuinely think that what she meant was... Something positive. Like she wasn't I don't think she was trying to it wasn't the Paris Hilton meme or stoning with the you know, be less poor t shirt and like right. trolling them. I don't think that was the intent. I think the unintended consequence was that she's offended a lot of people who don't have a you know, what she's got access to. Right. Um but at the same time, like I think she came for she was coming for a place where she was genuinely trying to say something sort of positive and uplifting and for me. That is the main problem. Is that we're now seeing, as I say, turn of the year. A lot of people, in a lot of situations, try to take that uncertainty that people have got, take that maybe unease that people have got, especially you know what we've been through the last two years as a as an entire species. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, try to weaponize it. And like, I don't know. With the Molly, me hang the 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 answer is stop making fucking stupid people famous. Um, but for the the wider toxicity thing, I don't know.
0: But we, lo- we love a stupid person that being famous because it makes us feel better about our own personal intelligence. <laughs> this is why we love sitting listening to, you know, oh my God, and that's so hard. Yeah, and fucking, like just, people are addicted that to that shit because it makes them feel better about their own intelligence levels, but also has this adverse impact that you don't have the life that they have and you're sort of living imaginatively, vicariously through... Whilst
1: providing them the resources to live their life the way they live. Exactly, <laughs> so exactly. So, actually the This is the thing one. about
0: the Molly May thing, without the people that you're actually shitting on, even though it's coming for a positive way that you're shitting on their lifestyle choices, um, you need them to make money. See, ah, without yeah. them, you make fuck they all. They provide you with you your lifestyle. You are fuck all. They're yeah. the people that engage with your social medias. But I think that there was a big party yesterday where, like... I, I i i took a step back and sort of went right wait a minute she's not the problem no the media would love a love a fucking uh what would you what would you call that like a you know when you put somebody in a pedestal and you knock them straight after Aye. Like, they love that right but the
1: the problem is is that the ideas there's probably a german word for that i don't think there's a, is there a specific uh, english know. word for it Fuck sure. let's create there one. should be there Aye. should be but it's um the the
0: idea that sits within it is a fucking capitalist, neoliberal, fucking individual idea. Aye. The American dream. Pure Thatcherism? It's, it's the American aye, dream. Aye, aye, the American and, dream, right? Aye. Under and Reagan. There are people that are in charge of every bit of money that we hand, basically, you know, the Tories, who perpetuate this idea and they're the problem. So the same media that are pure, yes, molly may let's jump on it let's share this get it on all the platforms or standing having cheese boards with fucking tories during fucking pandemics mm-hmm. or laura Kinsberg who's probably sucked half more tories than <laughs> you know fucking i don't know what but fucking it's a high-class prostitute in mayfell you know what i mean but it's it that's the problem like she's ignorant she's totally fucking
1: ignorant Aye, she's no lived that experience ever
0: Exactly, but there's people out there that are malicious. That they believe in these ideas and actually think that people that are poor are lazy. And if you don't make a personal success of your life, if you don't make enough money to live, then that's just your fault. And you need to go to bed earlier and become part of the Five AM Club. And here's this other book that's going to that's going to sort all your problems. And it kind of feeds into that sort of new New Year thing that we're talking about, mate. It's it's a it's a problem. But the problem starts at the top. I think that and somebody said to me yesterday, "Like, how do we fix this? And, and we were talking for about half an hour about capitalism versus socialism. And I went, see, honestly, mate, I, I will be perfectly honest. See if we could so- solve the mental health crisis that exists in the West. Mm-hmm. I think we'd sol- solve a lot of this. Like the first there's a list of like 20 cognitive distortions that I go through with clients and blah, blah, blah. I hate to bring this back to mental health again. But the first one's all or nothing thinking. And it's if you're thinking like that, you should look at how you're thinking. And to think that if you are poor, you just need to work harder. There is no clearer example or all-enough-in-thinking than that. It's yeah. like, what is the context that sits behind that? Aye, like grow up for fuck's sake. You know what I no, mean? No,
1: definitely. I mean, I maybe the actual root cause of all this toxicity is thirty years of being told that you can with just hard work and effort. You know pull yourself up by the bootstraps and like that's not to say that nobody ever does like fair fucks to everybody that has you know hears that term and, and you know associates it with themselves good luck to you you know what i mean but there's as many people out there who hear that term and go what the fuck are you even talking about highlighting like, I I mean, like 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 an individual
0: example is just circumstantial Aye. because a broken clocks right twice a day in the system does work for a lot of people Aye. but it's when you get into the sort of idea of like, does this work for the majority of people? And the answer's no. No. Like, instead of saying, right, like we're sort of saying in that binary sort of thinking, you can go that the idea that she's saying is kind of true. What we should maybe be concerned about is why are people not taking advantage of it? What are Hmm. the things that stop people from working hard on themselves? And if it's the case of like, well, here's a child that doesn't have even a laptop or broadband to access these ser- well how about we give them that you know like we, we we try and fix these problems rather than just making it about I mean, we the laughed person
1: at, we laughed at jeremy Corbyn saying let's give you know every school child broadbands and laptops and ipads to study and then whatever two years later the pandemic hit and every school child in the country had to get broadband laptops and ipads you know what i mean like, so Aye. it wasn't that we couldn't do it or that we shouldn't do it is that we weren't going to do it you know what i mean unless we absolutely had to Aye, absolutely you know what I mean? and it's the same i, mean, I don't know it's what I could be here talking that shit all day to be honest with you ah, is that no what day on this ah, podcast? I was say, <laughs> like i don't know i don't know where i was going to go there my brain has now reset um what else
0: i mean uh what about the how's how are you feeling about i mean i've seen quite a lot of people And I kind of understand, but kind of
1: turn on the Scottish government and the latest sort of set I think people's frustrations have boiled Mm over. you know what I mean? And I, you know, they've had 14, 15, 16 brilliant years. This is probably one that, whether it was their fault or no, they're probably going to have to just take on the chin. You know what I mean? In previous parts of the pandemic, they've been ahead of the curve they're not going to get a lot of credit for that now because people are just fucking done with it. I mean, mm. that's why I didn't even, like, bring it up earlier on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fed up talking about it. I'm fed up listening to it. Aye. Like, I think everybody's the same. When they talk about these latest restrictions, they've tried to do what they did the last time and be ahead of the curve, and they jumped the gun. And, obviously, the Omicron, as much as it is really infectious, is not having the same, you know, mortality rates and stuff like that. So... Aye, they, they went too soon and they're paying, the price, they're paying the
0: price. When do you think they'll they'll step back? Because they said, I know, well, let's not talk about COVID, but we'll talk about, I think, something that has been the sort of point of conversation has been the sort of football crowd stuff and yeah. restricting football stadiums to 500. And now, I suppose we'll, we'll talk in a wee bit after I asked that question fully. I was just about to ask about teams going down to England and hiring fucking English football stadiums to get in to get crowds in and to get the the fucking tv moving i think that was yesterday they were saying that that really i definitely like thinking about scottish teams were going to go down to england I, so like you know celtic v motherwell and st james's park on monday night or you know like something like that Wow, which why not i mean like what, what's your feeling on because when you it's hard when I was thinking about this sort of subject earlier on, I was thinking it's hard to get away from the five SNP hate football fans.
1: It, it definitely feels like that. Aye, they've got a long track record of aye, offensive behaviour and you know, so on and so forth. Well, aye, they've not been very, you know, given very many fucks about the votes of football fans for whatever reason. Who knows? I think it's snobbery in a lot of cases, you know what I mean? Like especially mm-hmm. when... You know, you hear Nicola Sturgeon talking the other day about how the rugby is expected to go ahead with full crowds and stuff like that. So, I it's hard as a football fan not to look at their behaviour and be like, they really, really don't like us. You know what I mean? Like, um, who knows why? You know what I mean? As I say, I think it's nobody. I don't know. I think they went over cautious. As I say, they went too heavy too soon, and now they're paying the price for it. And one of the prices for that is that they've got a sizeable proportion of the country's demographic to answer, you know, because they ruined their Christmas and New Year plans. And as much as there was some really, like, fucking snooty comments about, oh, I think Fitz or somebody had mentioned about, like, the mental health of football fans, and it was some of the comments were, like, really dismissive, and for non-football fans, they don't really get, you know what I mean, how important, like, supporting people's teams is to them. I mean, it's something that I'm done with beyond going and sitting watching St Rocks these days. Um, but, you know, for the 15 odd years that I was there with guys like Dom, guys like you, guys like Richie, like, it was pretty close to everything. I mean, you know it, what I mean? especially like, near the end, it became about other things than watching, you know, guys kick a ball but a field up. Come about the time you're spending together and, like, your friendships and, I just the routine and all these things. Like. Aye, the is wild because... We want to talk about male mental health, suicide, and it's
0: a predominantly male dominated sport, but yet fuck you. What well, I, I, I had a blazing argument with somebody about it where I was like, Look just say you don't get it. Remove from, <laughs> you know I mean like, <laughs> just remove football fan for that sentence mm-hmm. and put in anything else. Anything and use would all jumping on board. But no, we wouldn't and I was like, listen, the idea like like let me sort of like give my opinion. The idea that football fans deserve Additional support over anybody else during the pandemic is ridiculous to me. Aye. It's a ridiculous sentiment, and it's what about it? It's not what about it, but it's a way of exacerbating an already emotional thing. Me. The point that it will impact people's mental health is solid, 100% behind it. yep We
1: all deserve
0: additional support
1: to what we're getting Aye. right now. 100%. If your so, thing's going to a nightclub, then you should. 100%. Could, your thing's has to a museum, then. 100%. 100%. You know I mean? If you're going to a football stadium, the fuck's the difference?
0: 100%. I think that what people were struggling to articulate within the sort of opposite of, you know, football fans going, we deserve support, is that it's, uh, disingen- it's sort of a disingenuous sort of thing that gets... So, mental health is a, a, a thing now that is getting rolled out when people don't, you know, like, they don't necessarily Aye. mean it. James English, like who never listens to this podcast and whatever, I don't give a fuck anyway, wants to talk about it incessantly when it suits him, right? Fuck you, mate. Like, nah. it's it's an ongoing thing that we need to focus on, not just when it suits you or when it suits this guy or that guy. Well, what about the mental health? Like, you've never mentioned it before. Don't bring it nah. out now. You're just, you're bringing it out as a way to reinforce a point. Have nah. an actual good argument for what you're trying to fucking I think say. think the people you know that
1: I mean? are out there weaponizing mental health to promote, their own persona and their own sort of ends are every bit as bad as the dodgy pts and you know people who are claiming to be you know life coaches with like nay qualifications and stuff like that like i think there's a very similar thing where there's clearly like a, a very small but very determined group of people in my society that has went hmm here is something that i can use to promote what i want um, and make my life better you know, aye, it's also like, but there's, then it taints it for everybody else there's also a, a phenomenon
0: that's happening that's called the wounded healer which is like people who don't feel good about themselves try and figure themselves out by using other people's mental health as like some sort of fucking experiment aye, like a um, petri dish or something. Uh-huh. like if I fix them, I'll be able to fix me and it's like that's not how it works you need to be able to fix yourself first before you can even try and tell mm-hmm. people that you can help them, but mate, i seen a really worrying thing the other day, That no, no offence to the person, but they shared a psychology diploma for the Centre of Excellence, and i seen it on Instagram, and it was like, look, I've got a diploma in psychology, and I was like, right, and I googled it, mate, and it's 1999, and it's a fucking six-week online course, and it's just a bunch of videos, like, that's not, like... You can't do it with that. I mean, first of all, one, it's no worth a paper it's written on because if you were to go and try and use that as a qualification, it would get laughed at, surely, yeah. like, for fuck's sake. But also, like, how how good is the quality, the, the, the context, the diploma? What can you learn in six weeks about, you know, like, psychology? And mm. that isn't just, you know, you could go and buy a book and you could have done that. That yeah. just doesn't have a wee certificate at the end of it. That's a worrying trend for me. Like, that's sort of, like... That's um, definitely
1: part of it. Dodgy
0: diplomas, but... To get back to the sort of the, I like the, the sort of
1: content creators that are at it, as well. I,
0: absolutely. Like, I've like I'm a PT and a psychologist. Oh, wh- where's your? Why are you a psychologist? I've got a centre for excellence diploma that cost me twenty quid. It took me six weeks and nine hours on the internet to to achieve. Oh, that's 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 dangerous to me. But to get back to the, the sort of subject, like, how would you feel about? Um, Scottish football, it'll be the Premier League teams. it's not going to be anything under that.
1: I wouldn't be happy with them going down to England. I, I don't think that that's the answer. Like, it's, you know, I think there's rumblings about, going back with sort of full capacity, um, I think the Daily Record had tweeted about it sort of late last night and folk were saying, oh, I hope this is true. I obviously didn't click on the article, um, but I've see, I seen the headline day in the rounds um, on the tweet. And what's it talking they're just saying that after the break. After the break, it looks as though they're going to go back to normal, um, which makes sense. I don't think. I, th- I think I get why the Scottish government took some of the steps that they took, right? But when it became clear that those steps were either premature or an overreaction or both, they should have done to start rolling them back pretty quickly. it's fair to
0: say that they're not I, the only government. that no, did it. I think like, absolutely
1: not. Germany and I get I get why yeah, they did it aye. like get why they did it like if you're going to get tagged for doing too much or too little I want to get tagged for doing too much every time I would agree I, would, I, I mean? would
0: agree like, but so... I, I, it, and aye clearly the Tories will be like you know celebrating their one of no doing anything aye the
1: one the one thing they accidentally got right in what? the entire pandemic was to do nothing but what I would <laughs> you know what say, I mean?
0: say to that is is that when he announced he did his announcement at the same time the day after the, the Scottish government made their announcement, listen very carefully to what he said. People are going to die. The NHS is going to get overwhelmed, but we just need to get on with it. So they didn't think that this was going to be less harmful. No, they just—they just, didn't, they give just a didn't give a fuck. Aye. he was getting his bodies piling up in the street. Basically, that yep. comment was was coming to fruition. So as much as like, I think you know, again, going back to the broken, the broken clock analogy, like they've got something right. I don't know if their intention was really No, like, it was completely like, different. We're following the science and this isn't as bad as what we no, think is. It's it just is that we t- don't t-
1: give a fuck whether you live or die. We never have get back to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, get the economy going again. Yeah. Um with
0: the with the what do you think 2022 is going to um producing a sort of like British government <laughs> sort of I mean thing? I don't know anymore. I,
1: I I've got to the point where the Tories that how how much more anger can you spend on them? You know what I mean? Like they're scumbags who hate of lawyers would see us odd You know what I mean? Would see us all penniless and destitute, and they would know as a fucking seconds worth of sleep on it. So they never have. They never will. So I don't. I can't expend any more energy on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do I you think you'll be he'll, on my just total disdain for them? Do you think you know he will I mean? still
0: like, be prime minister come summer or?
1: Who knows? What does that would would that would difference not it make? It will be. Liz Truss or fucking Michael Gove or you know Sunak and you know I mean even worse fucking Patel, you know what uh, I mean? You know uh you know what I mean? So f- whoever it is, it's not gonna get any better. You know, what do I you mean? think
0: there's a, uh, there's a there's a there's a sort of light. Think about how the bad tunnel. it is when fucking
1: Boris Johnson is actually the brightest light amongst that one. No, you know sake, what man, I mean? Fuck like
0: sake. That? Aye, that's seen somebody say that yesterday when somebody was like, She's just an a no ignore Like, we used to say that about Boris. Which is true, by the way. Aye, he is an
1: idiot. And we should have ignored him, but Aye. just all the
0: way. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, um, do you think there's a a sort of light at the end of the tunnel as far as like UK politics concerned? Considering that by election result where a to- a Tory like majority seat that they're never losing went to them. I
1: I don't. You know Folia. I don't. I, I did. I, I seen the by election, but like I'm so disengaged for like the UK element of the politics. now you know that. It's got nothing left for me. Like as much as I've always followed it and been interested in it, and you know the procedure and the process, like the state that it's in now, is just traumatizing to the point where I'm like, I don't even, I don't even give a yeah, fuck anymore. Anyway, like, I, I just want to be done with it. I want to be completely free for it and never have mm-hmm. to worry about Boris Johnson or Patel or Reese Mogg or any of these nuggets and what type of impact they can have on my life. What I want now is a free and independent Scotland uh-huh. and. The rest of it can just fucking day one at this point in time. Like, there is nothing at this point that will convince me that an independent Scotland is not the best possible outcome for everybody in this country. Uh-huh. You know I, what I, mean? I like, think we're in. And on. what the UK politics is so disconnected for our lives and what we want that I've just disconnected for it as well, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, which is what they want. You know what I mean? Like They want us to be disengaged. They want us to be apathetic. It's no that. It's that I'm fully conscious and understand that this is a piss-take. I mean, we've got, as you say, two hundred thousand cases. We've got Brexit shambles. We've got food shortages. We can't get an LFT. You can't get a PCR. Like, can't get a booster jab anywhere in the country. And the Tories are in Parliament talking about how the national anthem should be on at the end of fucking television programming again, <laughs> like the fucking good old days. So these cunts are just like using their position to literally fucking troll us like that is Mm. people oh that is a wonderful question yes I really do believe that we should all be singing the national anthem as much as possible this is an actual fucking conversation that happened yesterday you know what I mean Like, what has that chamber got for me apart from insults Mm. you know what I mean
0: so fuck it you know what I mean aye so true man so true aye that
1: was a good rant mate enjoy aye my other rant I'm not going to try and go uh, into early Christmas and New Year early Christmas and New Year I watched my I watched a few movies that I would to catch up on, and, like, I think we need to, like, just ban sequels, like, for no one. Like, it needs to be, like, just all sequels, ever. Like, you need to have, like, a really strict licensing process where, like, actual people sit and, like, examine the issue and be like, right, that, that sounds like it could be a good movie. Like, on you go. Because, like, just the churn the stuff that's coming out the new, like, the Bond one I watched and I tweeted about and I was like, This was, if if, ever a movie did not need to be made, it was this Bond movie. So who's the Bond? Uh, Just Daniel Daniel Craig's last one. Right. Where you're like, the story kind of naturally ended in the one before that, but, you know, money, (laughs) etc. He basically said, I don't want to fucking do it for all the money in the world. And they went, how about 50 million quid? And they went, right, cool, that'll do it. And then I think I'd date it as well. Ah, no, you know, I know. Honest, but. but he went no, 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 no. And then they be like, so that's amount of money. And he was like, aye, that's the amount of money I'll date for. Um, everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. I absolutely and like fair fucks to him. Like, but actually watching the movie, I was I was watching it like, is he actually like deliberately trying to give you the impression that he doesn't give you a fuck on screen as well? You know what aye. I mean? Like, he could not like, just didn't look interested. The story was pish. It looked lovely. It was really like pretty in places, um, but I, I'll not spoil it. But there's there's a, the the story moves in a direction that is just the antithesis of what Bond is about. That you're just like who who's this for? Like who who wants aye, this? Absolutely, like, absolutely. Um,
0: this is something that, that I watched the Matrix, lot, you know,
1: and ugh, well, fuck me, man. Like I
0: actually enjoyed the Matrix, um, and they sat for two drinking coffee. Like the fuck. I, do you know that when it finished, I sort of thought to myself, that was kind of like Batman Begins for the next? They're going to definitely do another two. Either. Oh, they definitely another trilogy or yeah, something yeah. like that. They've uh-huh. got to you
1: know the way they've set it up, but uh-huh. like, they don't need to build characters I in a sequel care about either. Like, I love both of these franchises, like, absolutely daft on James Bond. have mm-hmm. been all through the years. Like, my happy, like, bank holiday, like, Christmas and New Year memories was like sitting watching Roger Moore movies with my man Dana you know, had the same conversation with moon. somebody. And I even really enjoyed all the Daniel Craig ones, like you know, there was some nice twists with like Judy Dench, and Ralph Fiennes, and you know how the you know the that wee world sort of evolved, and it was all compact, it was all like a self-contained thing. You knew it had to come to its end, and then mm-hmm. reboot again. You know what I mean? Like, so, but when it happened, I just didn't care. It was like I, I, struggling. This to is care like about two that? and a half hours, like one of my favorite franchises, and for the world go to the end, I was like. What the fuck was the point in this? Mm. You know what I mean? And then they put it back and put it back and put it. It cost like nine hundred million dollars to make. So nearly like a billion quid. Aye. Whatever. So it was never making any money back either. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. So the whole thing was just a, a disaster. And then I was reading reviews of people who were like, "Oh, such a great a Bond," and you're like, "You clearly know nothing about Bond." Like it might have been the natural conclusion to this five or six movie story arc, but like how it ended is not how bond movies are supposed well, to end I mean? sort of right.
0: like what's that sort of uh,
1: i'd rather burn out than fade away it like but it did both. that's that this movie both burned out and faded away <laughs> You know what i mean but,
0: like, i mean if it was it's i'm thinking like doctor who i'm like everything's coming into my head when i'm like aye. They, they just milk it. They Aye. just milk the
1: fuck out anything that anybody likes. They ruin everything. When Marvel were <laughs> making a billion dollars every time they release a movie, I get why people are like, "What well, other franchises can we like reboot and, like?" Aye. But like the Matrix one, I was like, "This the first edit oh, is a bad cover version of the first Matrix," and then. The rest of it there's no really an awful lot of fucking kung fu. The it's actions, not an action movie. The it? action movies are pretty dull. There's whole sections of them where they're sitting about talking in coffee shops, and you're just like, "The fuck is this?" It's
0: you know not, what I mean? It's not like, an action movie. I'd, I'd, I'd Somebody say, but "I but watched the Matrix." It.
1: The Matrix franchise is a kung fu absolutely, franchise. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they're,
0: like, make another movie, what changing it a bit. Like I seen, I'd seen that there was a 4K fucking or whatever hd copy it. and I, I looked at the, the opening it and i went right that's good i'm gonna watch it at christmas and I, and I watched it and somebody was like pure nah i'm got to cinema and i was like you don't need to go to the cinema to see this you don't. <laughs> if, I had paid, if i had a paid to see it i think i would have felt differently and also which is we've spoke about this before but it's very very important i think when you go and i was expecting it to be terrible right i'd seen the trailer and oh. thought that
1: looks fucking awful I thought it looked all right in the build up to it, and I, I, I actually loved the original trilogy. You know what I mean? Like there was a real sort of like philosophical edge to it. There was like obviously, you know, tech questions about where we're going. There was like amazing kung fu, amazing action sequences. Like, and it got up your meta about you know the game and bullet time, and and you're like, man, what the uh, fuck is actually happening? here I quite like, like... I quite like to be comment about
0: uh, the the draft on where it was like, well, they they said they were going to make it anyway so I may as well have just done it, like, if, the, the, whoever made it. I thought it was And really I get smart. the
1: whole, like, you know, trans thing, you know, like, there's, there's ideology in there that has been as a result of their personal journey, but, like, surely that didn't have to be, like, crowbarred into the Matrix. Like, the Matrix was done. Like, the reason for rebooting it wasn't really valid and the end result was... A movie with the people from the Matrix or some of them that was not the It's not a Matrix movie. It's not a Kung Fu movie. Uh I don't get why anybody like go and tell a similar story. Use the same actors if you want, like fire in, like but like don't just crowbar it into this legacy Mm -hmm. (coughs) because you think it's going to sell more movies. Like the Daniel Craig thing was literally just. So we want to make more money after this. It's money, mate.
0: It's, it's, I mean? It's all money motivated.
1: You know, the, the one I watched the other, Shang-Chi, the, the Marvel one I watched a few weeks back, and somebody was like, oh, it's absolutely amazing. And I was like, it's just Black Panther with like, Chinese mythology slapped on the top instead of African right. mythology. like Cut and It's paste. basically the same movie. And I get it has the same effect because when Black Panther came out, the black community were like, it's amazing to see a hero who looks like us and, you know, represent, you know, our heritage or culture. Like, completely get it. I get that, you know, Shang-Chi had elements of that for other people. But it was basically like a dude riding about in a dragon. Like, I mean, the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Like, that's no like an a, you know, respectful homage to like Chinese history and culture. Aye. It's like chuck a fucking dragon. I know yeah. brilliant, you know. What kind I kind mean? of feels like, like
0: well, a lot of movies specifically, no a lot of TV, though, because a lot of fucking amazing TV, but with movies for sure, it's almost like the Instead of having the real, like, inspiration or whatever to make a movie, Aye. they're basically just thinking,
1: what what brand can we use to, to sell Aye. shite to Look, people? We got a poll in here the other week. They're talking about angry young men. And this is a young, intelligent, articulate guy who has put everything into getting everybody and everything he knows into this work of art that represents what he thinks and feels about the world. And then you look at somebody like the Likowskis, who have all the resources, all the access, all the, you know, all the crew, all the contacts, you know, to make any movie they want, to go and take their art and frame it in any way they see fit, use any special, you know what I mean? They've got access to the whole thing. And instead of going, I've got this. Really, personal thing that I want to use my medium to say and go on and creating that. They go, I want to take this franchise that people will buy tickets to and basically fucking ruin it. I mean. And you're just like, no, like take something, take a lesson for Paul and take that passion and skill and take the contacts and take the experience you've got and go and give you something new that represents how you think and feel that doesn't it also, you know, essentially cut the knees out for your previous yeah. work. This has happened you know, a I mean, few like-
0: times before, where it's it's basically people are getting jobs no really on what they can bring to a project, a creative project like that, but basically on the performance of a creative project in the past. Mm-hmm. And you ultimately, like, if you take the example of The Matrix, where it looks like, um, I don't know her name, like whatever, Wachowski. because Lana. Lana Wachowski has said in the movie, well, pretty much the studio were going to make this anyway. I didn't have the right to say no. Mm-hmm. So I've come on board because... And tried to make the best of it. and made the best of it. So then she's then trying to come up with a concept.
1: Putting that in the first 20 minutes, your movie's pretty much telling everybody that it's gash. Right.
0: So she's then reversed, engineered a creative project. That never works. That's Aye. like sitting down and going, like a, a band going, what do people want to hear? They want to hear this. This is what's popular. Right. Let's now write that. Aye. That's never going to work. No. It will always be shite it'll always be kind of sanitized
1: soulless gutless yep nay fucking i nothing about it that's what i feel it? about these i've watched was like these were just right. completely in this end movies and they're indicative of this wider trend and now to the point where i'm like what happened to people that just just made like standalone movies a, a story where a start and an end you know what i mean like aye. the other one i'm now terrified to watch is a uh, dexter you know what i mean like, so i've got this week before the new job starts and I'm, i've seen it pop up and was like I loved that first-time rune. I loved the character. and now they remade it. I'm, so the vibe, they've made, like, a new season of Dexter, right. like, ten years later or whatever it is. Right. And I'm just, like, pure, after Bond in the Matrix, I'm like, I don't know if I can take another one of the, these, like, right. you know, things that I really enjoyed and, like, was into getting the same sort of treatment again. But we'll wait and see. Right. I will eventually watch it, but right now I'm just like... There is, I'm just letting myself in for it now. You know there I mean? is a lot
0: of gold at the end of the rainbow and I think that the new Spider-Man movie is fucking incredible. People
1: have said that. I have not watched that yet. It's, I definitely will incredible at some point.
0: And, and I think that, had you not know, watched it, I think people would be like, why are they making an Andrew Garfield, like a, a new Amazing Spider-Man? And I th- I'm like, no, I'm, I'm for this, by the way, because I like the sort of multiverse thing right. that they've done with. Well. Oh, so are they
1: them them other Andrew, spin-offs
0: now? Andrew Garfield, they're making an Amazing Spider-Man 3. Ooh. And they're going to make another Spider-Man way. It's because the lad Holland said doesn't no want to date anymore. Aye, um, but um, I like the way that they've brought the multiverse into it. I like the way that they've brought the bad guys into it. Aye. It's really smart. It looks great. The action sequences are incredible. It's pretty much everything at The Matrix, wasn't it? You know what Aye. I mean? Good story, good action, great fucking actors, you know. It, it really feels like a, a, well, they've, they've been like this. I'm definitely good, looking you know? forward
1: to that one. That's one I don't have any doubts about, you know what I mean, but... Aye, those ones where really you're like... But it's also part of that MCU that's just churning out. You know, just, just trash. No. You know what I mean? A lot of the time. Aye. Over for Christmas,
0: eh, I bought Sharon and an Xbox, so... Nice. Her pals are really into these... And I I kind of get it, but it doesn't really... It doesn't really, like, get me mm-hmm. in the same way it gets them. Like, these sort of, like, no-pressure games, like Dead by Daylight, Among Us. Yep. Um, they play... They do like sort of private missions on Grand Theft Auto, but she's got a couple of pals that don't like getting beat. Put it that way. So these okay. games are kind of like you don't get beat. You know, like it's not like playing a game of FIFA where the kids laughing at you, or you're playing COD and kids oh, are like <laughs> each, each other. Aye, exactly. All like it's it's kind of <laughs> like it kind of feels like no anxiety, no pressure, just like go but you get. I love Dead by Daylight like, to be perfect, to be fair. To, but we, she was like, I'm sick of seeing Paradigm Paul. Can I change that? Like her tag on things, she plays chess and she plays stuff on her iPad's like Bad Kitty 666. And I was like, she was like, I'd really love an Xbox. I was up such and such and I was playing a uh, thing with the Xbox. I like the control on that. And I, as my my new thing knows, Facebook Marketplace, see if I'm going to buy it. And I'm not buying it brand new. I'm going to buy it secondhand if I can and then I'll get it brand new if I can't kind of get it. So mm. I found a guys like, I've bought this, you know, for my son it's a rang one i'm looking for the the big one the xbox series x and this is a series s and i bought it for her but um i found pga again and it's like all oh, right i've not played a golf game since tiger woods like 2006 i think i was looking They got
1: super complicated but this is back back to basics basically right. um you know like was it 2k 21 or something i think i've got that on the playstation store dude it's so good
0: it's so fucking good like i watched somebody play it on twitch
1: it was Lemmy, maybe
0: maybe it was Lemmy. I didn't think I was going to say did I watch Lemmy play it but I I thought he was playing something else but it it probably was Lemmy. I was watching another guy that was playing it as well and I was like this is so relaxing so like during the Christmas (laughs) after Christmas Day obviously she sleeps till like 10 11 o'clock, I'm up at fucking 7 o'clock, I was just every day with like a of coffee, just getting a round a, of get golfing. around
1: in, <laughs> but not an actual round <laughs> to of be golf, for, to be fair dude, we are nearly 40, it's only a matter of time, <laughs> before we aye, before we get our own set of golf clubs, nah. but
0: it's it's such a relaxing you can kill day. me
1: if I go first, but right,
0: really? I, I'm quite, I'm looking forward to it now, no. I'm a natural, I'm, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> on. I'm like, I'm the champion. I'm the, I'm the PGA Tour champion, like 2021, but not really. But it's such a relaxing game, and it's sort of Definitely. like made me think back to the uh, episode with Joe Donnelly, where it's like gaming gets this pure stick. You know what I mean? Where it's like so overstimulating and it's violent, aye. it's hyper-violent, and blah 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 and You're like, I some of it is, but some of it's literally playing around the golf in the morning. And, some
1: of it's like reading a book. You know I mean, you're engrossing up your amazing story, like. Um, our Christmas, we spent a quite a bit of money on like computing stuff. Like Stacey got the Call of Duty Vanguard because she's daft on Call of Duty. Um, the way in, new
0: map in Call of Duty is fucking brilliant. Man. I've not brilliant. played Warzone yet. I don't brilliant. think she
1: has either. But oh really? She's got, she's been on our Vanguard, but so she's she's daft on like, zombies and stuff like so that. So
0: see the other ones that you see when you go on Warzone because I've just got Warzone, where it's like Vanguard and Cold War do they have an online platform as well ah, that's yeah. exclusive if you to purchase that, game, that? Aye. right and t- yeah then you in warzone you unlock all of that content with that game by buying that game is that right so like all the code. so War like, warzone content.
1: you get for free and it's just warzone and whatever the various maps and uh-huh. modes for warzone are like quads and duos and tri- right. trios but then and then there's, there's like vanguard vanguard guns. has like actually they're cross-compatible you can like bring right. stuff in each of the other games that will be right. available to aye, you in aye, Zone, right. Aye, right cool warzone's kind of like the center peg the various incarnations ain't there? right um and like the kind of entry point because it's free you know what i mean but uh that's
0: the, that's the hook that's uh, <laughs> no, the bait <laughs> exactly
1: the the way in, we got her gardens of the galaxy she actually had said to us in the build up to christmas she'd seen the advert a few times is that a was, game she's uh, she was like, I like the Look at this. I think it's more based on like the comic book incarnation because it doesn't look like the actual Gardens of the Galaxy for the movie. It's okay. more like a comic y, but it's very stylized, very colourful and stuff like that. Right, and cool. it seemed to catch her attention uh, and then got her that for Christmas. And every time I've been at the house and come back in and she's sitting there, she's she played Minecraft over the other years and stuff like that, but she never one right. for like sitting down and playing it like, proper. So it's a wee bit more a grown up game, even though it's no like an actual proper adult game mm-hmm. sort of thing but it looks fun and like she's been sitting there she's giggling away with all the one-liners and all the sort of patter that of is there as you know but uh i go ghost of tsushima
0: right what's this have my stuff so
1: we had me mentally thinking that i was like a cowboy for like most of the pandemic because of yep. dead redemption yeah it's basically that except with samurais so as like where right. you're you know Tsushima is the island just below China and in the Mongol times when the Mongolians took over China, they crossed the water into Japan and Tsushima was like the, the the most northern point, the easiest place to like access Japan and basically right. invade. And it's about the the sort of lord of that area of Tsushima right. putting up the fight. So kind of like money Aye, kind of putting up the fight. It gone basically rang Mongolians taking our or like Japan and then you as like the lone samurai have to essentially like clear the Mongolians and just drive them into the sea. Right, man. But you make allies in different areas and you're basically building a sort of Japanese army as you walk work your way through. Um you learn different skills. But as a samurai, it's all about like facing your enemy and like taking them on face first with honour. And obviously, with the Mongols, the numbers they had, that was impossible. And as one man, he basically has to like let go of his code and become like a stealth assassin. So there's games, right. times where you will literally walk up to the 40 gate with your sword out and be like, let's fucking go. And like 30 guys will come at you with spears right. and swords and knives and all sorts. And there's other times where you'll climb out a fence in the right. middle of the night and like assassinate so everybody like, in the street. It's got stuff. a very kind of like mix. It's got a good mix between like proper like brute stuff, and like the story is about how this guy struggles between having been brought up with the way of the samurai, but obviously learning like the way of the ghost, and that's why it's Ghost of Tsushima. This is it it's enjoying,
0: enjoying it. So fucking good. Aye, like, it sounds it has, good, man. I might get
1: the. It up. the graphics are it is the most beautiful game i've ever seen in my life like right. what google or youtube some of the videos that it's like hero and like do you remember like crouching tiger hidden dragon uh-huh. where they had these look like, really vivid and it's all like, leaves blowing in the air and it's, it's all of that it's very right. very vivid very pretty um and even some of the, like, the mechanics are really cool where you don't have way markers so you go i might go to this village across the map mm-hmm. but like the wind guides you. So there's no, like, hang where, you know, you'd have, like, a, right, a follow route on the winds, street where right. you follow, but you actually just follow the direction of the wind where you see leaves blowing and, like, gusts will go back in. Cloth. That's it. It's slow, and if you encounter... So this guy's family, the main character's family, their spirit animal is a fox. Mm-hmm. So as you're travelling through the country, like, foxes cross your path, and if you follow them, they lead you to, like, bonuses, That's and they cool. lead you to... There's so it's one. it's like he's, nature's uh, almost he's, guiding he's, you he's, through it. It's really serene. That's classic. It, it has this weird mix between, like, the blood spatter is real. It's very, like, physics-orientated. So, like, you are going into, like, fights with your samurai sword and you are coming out drenched in blood and mud. Like, right. it's deliberate. But then the rest of it is this really peaceful, serene... Like you're travelling through this beautiful country being guided by the wind, and it ju- juxtaposes so well. Aye, beautifully. I, I mean, Tony have been playing the online element to it as well, where you can like team up and co op and like clear Mongol camps together and stuff like that, which is quite I cool. I might
0: get into that because I will, will um, do some online.
1: I the, the combat system is cross platform because um, I'd like to buy it. I own. think it's a
0: PlayStation exclusive, right? So, I was gonna say, if I could buy it on Xbox because it's
1: Hundred frames per second, a lot of It's
0: the aspect ratio is different. With I think it. it's a
1: PlayStation exclusive, or Next it was the last of the PlayStation Four exclusives. I'll, I'll get it, man. Um,
0: um, it sounds great, but listen, mate, nice. I'm absolutely, absolutely gasping for a piss, man,
1: so. <laughs> aye, We've been, we've, we've been here a while now. Aye, well, we wrap up, mate. That aye, that sounds glass. great, man. It's good to get back into it, aye, and man. we'll uh, Try
0: and day one a week, at least they? for the next <laughs> short period of time until we'll see,
1: you're back at work. We'll ain't? see how we go. I definitely need to get some guests lined up. I think we've we were speaking to the lads for Dictator um, before. Um definitely want to get them in because you know the quality band and definitely up and seem like a cracking bunch of guys as well. And um, so I said to them, we'd reach out with the next sort of batch of guests, which will be over the next week or so. So I they're mean. definitely one that we'll look to get in. Um, but I don't have a lot of other ideas. There's, the pandemic is still making, you know, getting folk in for events and that really difficult because stuff either happened or don't happen at really short notice. So I, some thought, I.
0: I'm not sure, it but i